Welcome back to That's Loaded, a Sofa King Iconic podcast with Caitlin B. And Sarah Bell. Woohoo, you guys. Today we're sitting down. It's a casual Sunday. And we're chatting about a subject that a few of you have requested in our DMs and have submitted that we discuss, and that is infidelity. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and it kind of ties in because we were just, we did that confessions episode and there was we a lot did. of naughty naughtiness in there. There was naughty, naughty kiddos out there. <laughs> it was time for us to spill some tea. It's been a while. I mean- it's been two episodes for me, but like it's time for you to spill some tea. <laughs> Plot twist. When the confessions episode was not supposed to be about us, but we ended up spilling more tea than anticipated. <laughs> oh, I do be like that sometimes. I was like, oops. But you know what? It's definitely a relatable <laughs> topic, unfortunately. And, you know, we've we've had our fair experiences with cheating, and we thought we would kind of dive into our stories with this, our experiences, share some red flags, and you know, show you that like you can come out of this learning to trust again. You can come out better, stronger than ever. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be okay. It's okay. I know someday a- I'm going to be with you. <laughs> I don't even know that song. Oh, this, is, this isn't a karaoke. Oh, sorry, wrong podcast. Next episode, next week, we're going to do a karaoke special. <laughs> so oh. get ready. It's going to be a great time. Everybody's like, uh, definitely not tuning in to next week. Unsubscribe. Okay. (laughs) It's time for some weekly updates. Sarah had a great dream the other day that I felt like just really needed to be shared today. (laughs) Okay. So I get really vivid dreams before I start my period. Probably like a week before is when they really start. So vivid. And I woke up one morning and I had the most vivid dream with Machine Gun Kelly in it. And I was like, I need to text Caitlin immediately (laughs) to tell her about this dream because it was just like so random. So obviously I got to tell you guys about it. So because, you know, like you often forget about your dream if you don't tell someone like right away. Exactly. Right in the morning. So I was on like this game show type thing. Ooh. for machine gun kelly's love that's one does. <gasps> it's like rock of love yeah or oh. a shot at love with tequila tequila oh type God, thing. i loved those shows and but the challenge that we had to do was we had to find nine different type of leaves and they all had like you had to find a leaf with one point on it like a point where you know like the tip of the leaf yep And then you had to find one with two, three, and all the way up to nine. And we were in like this forest. Can we just talk about this for a second? You had to win his love, MGK's love, by finding the right leaves. Uh Uh-huh. Tree leaves. All right, continue. Yes. Maybe it was because of our episode last week and I was doing all that research for West Virginia and stuff. Like it was kind of like a big resort. In the middle of like the woods, you know what I mean? Ooh, like saucy. In West Virginia. And I was like legit shoving girls aside to find the fucking leaves. <laughs> I ended up winning. I remember that. It sounds like a computer game. I don't know what it means, but I'm pretty sure it's something serious. Can we have some dream interpreters let us know uh, what Sarah's dream means? Does this mean she's going to fall in love with MGK? Sorry, I, Megan I, Fox, think it, I think it does. Mm-hmm. I found the leaves. Move over feet. It's all about the leaves Oh, wait. Now. And remember, I met his his daughter. His daughter. And we weren't even engaged yet. And I was like, let's go on a bachelorette party. And I took her to the bachelorette party. Who, and she's 11. So. <laughs> so definitely appropriate to bring her to your bachelorette party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the detail I forgot. Wow. But. I for sure want to bring an 11-year-old to my future bachelorette party. <laughs> <laughs> it must be done. Totally. I talk about MGK so much. I'm going to become like the Sarah Stalker of MGK because I've oh talked God. about my flat feet and Sarah how he's a foot stalker. fetish now. I, you just unlocked a memory, Sarah the Stalker. I am obsessed with that girl. It's me. She is I, – I have so many – can we get her on the podcast? Sarah the Stalker. You guys, if you don't know Sarah the Stalker, uh, Google Sarah the Stalker on – yeah, Google. Fuck. Duh. She has photos with every celebrity – Yep. Every celebrity. It was just her life mission, I guess. And I need to know more about her. So if anyone has any ties to Sarah, uh, 
let us know so we can get her on the podcast. <laughs> we can ask her some loaded questions. You know who else we talk about a lot on this podcast is crew. And I feel yeah. like, you know, the Too weekly, much, the weekly crew fine. updates. Uh, this week, we are now being – I don't know if you noticed this. People are now tagging us in his comments on TikTok. Um, yeah, I ignore them because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Somebody said, is this the guy you guys were talking about? And yep. I just ignored it because oh, I was like – I think I responded uh, to that one. I was like, yep, that is that is he. I, I figure <laughs> he's absolutely not going to see those. He probably gets tagged nonstop. You guys are blowing our cover. You're blowing our cover. This is a secret crew content. Although I have to say this past week, like my love for him hasn't been as strong as <gasps> oh my, my love for Jaden, which – you know, okay, okay, like is my other TikTok boyfriend. Yeah, there, there's room for more TikTok boyfriends. And he released his new song with Nessa Barrett, and I just sent it to you earlier today, and we're both obsessed. It's uh, I wasn't expect, I didn't have high hopes for this to be honest, but it was pop. It's like a pop mm-hmm. punk, like kind of throwback vibe, and I'm into it. Mm-hmm. You guys should definitely go listen to it. I am not ashamed to admit that I put it on my playlist. <laughs> you did, yes. <laughs> It's so good. I after you sent that, it was just my Spotify was just shuffling through similar songs, and uh-huh. a couple times I was I was thinking, wow, this is a this is a bop. I go and it's like Nessa or just someone in the TikTok crew. I was, yeah, I was like, dang it, uh, my boyfriend Jaden. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has a song. He did a cover of a that driver's license song that everyone's obsessed oh, with, uh-huh. and it's so good oh my gosh obsessed with it well i'm gonna have to listen to that too (laughs) like i'm not a big fan of the original driver's license like don't get me wrong it's i I appreciate it it. Mm -hmm. and i love the bridge but i just it is for sure Jaden's voice is just a voice of an angel so and it doesn't hurt that he's you know delicious to look at so and has a ton of tattoos and i'm like My TikTok boyfriend is Noah Beck, so I don't have any (laughs) Noah updates because I can't creep on him too long or I I get upset. It's like me with The Bachelor. I can't watch the season of The Bachelor because I'm too upset. (laughs) He's so hot. She's like, he's too hot. I'll get too jealous. I can't watch it. (laughs) Okay. But thank you for all of that crew love, everybody. We appreciate it so much. And hopefully we'll have more updates for you. You have a lot of reviews to read about crew, so you should probably dive into that now. I do. I was thinking I'm going to read a couple because there's we've got just so many thirsty crew members all aboard this week. So (laughs) thank you for all. We got to give some love to the crew babies. You guys, I can't tell you how much reading these have just made my life like it gives mm-hmm. me that belly laugh. I was chuckling reading these. Same. You guys are just iconic. Allie just gave us a nice short, sweet review that just said crew with an eggplant emoji. So we love that. Which straight we love. to the point. It just says mm-hmm. it all right there. Totally. And Key Kamer. Key Kamer. She said, I went down a crew rabbit hole just prior to the pod episode coming out. Started considering naming my firstborn son Crew. Then in a couple of TikToks, it's revealed his name is actually Drew, which made him slightly less attractive, but would still bang, which we love. And that can confirm his name actually is Drew. Then like his letters are switched around. It's it's Drew Coyle, not actually Crew Doyle. So kind of a catfish crew. I'm a little upset. And Crew is kind of an iconic name. It really like sells his his vibe, but I agree. It's a little less. Drew is a little more basic, but we'll let it slide for him, you know, because he's beautiful. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 still would bang. 10 out of 10. I love, but would still, I was going to name my child crew, but would still bang. Would also like to share an update from last week's loaded review. I love Justin Bieber. She confirmed that that one star review was indeed a mistake and she has swiftly updated to a five star Everybody was worried about that. Everybody was on the edge of their seats waiting for this revelation. So bless you. She actually is in my book Mm -hmm. club and let me know and she was dying. So we love to see it. Thank you so much. And lastly, in terms of loaded reviews, I had a few DMs this week of people asking me where you can leave a review because they couldn't find it on Spotify. And that's because it's actually only on Apple Podcasts that you leave ratings and reviews, not Spotify, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So if you have access, like if you are on your computer, type in that's loaded Apple Podcasts, 
or just download the Apple Podcast app. Super easy. You can go in our bio on our Instagram and you can just give us a little little tap tap, little five star. Helps our little new little show out so much. And go on your boyfriend's phone if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, any friend, honestly. Best friend, mom, dad, sister, if second cousin, twice have- removed. They have access to Apple Podcasts. Maybe like get on their account and leave yeah. us a review. You know, that's a great that's- idea, Sarah. Thank you so much for that. I note. did that at Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just going on every of your relatives' phones and just little five. little little tap tap five here, yep. five there. Thank you for all of your reviews, everybody. Thank you. Mm-mm. On to our topic of the week: infidelity. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Had a wife but could not keep her. Something. Something. Is that going to be the title of this episode? Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. <laughs> uh, remember when G Easy cheated on Halsey and she tweeted, "Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater" with like a dagger? No. Wow. Yeah. Hell yeah. Savage. Halsey, get back at him. Anyone to do that, it would be Halsey. So, I mean, her song about him is a bop. I know. Oh, without me, is that what it is? Without- uh, well, that one, and I'm also thinking about oh. the the one where she talks about never. Ha- Glad she never had a baby with him. Oh, that one. That one's a good one, too. I mean, that breakup she had brought a it. lot of bangers. <laughs> we love to see it. Unfortunately, our breakups did not have huge bangers because, as you guys could have heard earlier, I can't sing to save my life. But, you know. <laughs> You're so – you have a beautiful voice, Sarah. Thank you. My Don't breakup did talents. bring some iconic YouTube videos, which I'll talk about later whenever – Same. I started watching one earlier today and I was like, I can't, I can't watch this. It was hard to watch. I had to watch mine because Mm -hmm. I needed a refresher because I'm so detached from this situation now. And Mm -hmm. totally. I was funny because I was watching it and I remembered that I was definitely tipsy when I filmed that (laughs) and it shows. Anyway. um, So obviously Caitlin and I both have been cheated on, which I think being cheated on is such a, it's so sad how common it is these days, especially in like the collegiate young adult era of our lives. Oh my gosh, yeah. Everybody cheats on everyone in college and I think it's pretty fucked up, but that's just the way of the game. So we're going to spill the tea. Do you want to go first? I actually don't remember much about... Your cheating situation. So it's like a whole new story time. Well, like obviously I knew that your ex-boyfriend cheated on you, but I don't – At that point when you and I were close, you were already so detached from the situation that it was never really something we got into because you didn't you find out about it after? Yep. I – and I really – it was a perfect time in my life to move on from it, which helped me because I was going to college, which I'll discuss, but – I feel like for how long we were dating, I got over it really quickly in a weird way because I went totally. to college. But I kind of – mine's a little bit of a long story. I just have some like back, you know, things to back mm-hmm. it up so that it kind of makes sense with my experience. And But I think it has a good message, you know. So mm-hmm. I yeah. will say – so I shared my story on getting cheating on, getting cheated on, finding out in my quote-unquote revenge on YouTube – Uh, back in like 2017. It's actually one of my most viewed videos, which I didn't anticipate, but I think it's continuously garnering views because it's so common. And I think it's comforting to see someone else's experience and relate to it and be like, hey, shit happens. But look, they made it to the other side. They're better than ever. So hopefully if you're listening to this and you're going through that as well, this this will help you, give you at least some confidence that you know, you will be okay. With my experience being cheated on was with my high school boyfriend. And so it's not about Alex, don't worry. But I was dating this guy for three years from my sophomore year to right before I left for college. So I mean, it was like pretty serious for being so young, I guess, but I'm a serial relationship kind of gal. So I totally always been in long-term relationships. I'm such a simp. But you we are. Love it. So he was a year younger than I was, and we actually grew up really close to each other. We went to the same school since elementary school, but I never actually knew him or spoke to him until he slid into my DM. Actually, no, my Facebook messages back in high oh, school. Oh, classic. Yeah. Back when that was – because we didn't have each other's numbers, and I don't think Instagram was a thing back back then. Was it so the weird. Facebook like instant message? Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. I was walking after school, like through the hallways and he was sitting in the hallway with some girls and he saw me and I remember we made like eye contact for two seconds. I go home that night and he sends me that like Facebook instant message, but he had to friend me first because we weren't even friends. I, (laughs) and classic. Yep. I remember tweaking out to my best friend that night because his messages were so weird and I wish I still had them to pull up, but I unfriended him since, but it was essentially like, he was like quadruple messaging me, just being like all caps. You're so beautiful. We need to date. Like I need to be your boyfriend. Can we just talk about red flag? There were a million exclamation points and I was so clear. I was not turned on by this approach. I knew it was aggressive. I was single at the time. And I remember I crept his Facebook photos because I knew who he was, but again, didn't know much about him. Can I see us together? Whatever. I don't really know this guy, but I decided he was he was cute enough. He matched my typical type, dark hair, dark features, pretty much it. That was that was all you needed, I guess. So, we decided to meet during locker break. I gave him a chance. So, we decided to meet during locker break so I could, you know, meet the guy who's supposed to be my boyfriend, who's pitching himself mm-hmm. as we need to date. So, I decided to wait until like an appropriate amount of time to make it official. It was literally a week. So oh, wow. I waited hard to get. so long. He wanted to make it official like before we met. I was like, I need to meet you. Like red flag, red That's flag. so creepy. So I remember our first outing as a couple was going to homecoming was like the following week or so. But on the day of, wow. he basically got suspended for smoking weed. So he couldn't make it. So that was – that was great. And also let me just preface this because it kind of comes back later into the story. But I was super judgmental back then. Totally. I did not think it was cool. And it bothered me so much when people did that. So for him, like this guy just start dating. That was the first thing. I was like, okay, great. He smokes, got suspended. I'm dating a bad boy. Kind of into it. But, you know, I'm on the baseball team. I can't get caught again. So, it, you know, I won't do it again. It's not mm-hmm. the case. But – I ignored it. I carried on throughout the duration of a relationship and we were just really different in that aspect. I just started my YouTube channel at that time and I'm just more introverted in general. So I like to, you know, be with my close knit group of friends versus he would always want to go out to parties and drink and whatever. But I was totally fine with that. I was go do your thing. I'll go do my thing. I totally trusted him. Did not think one Mm -hmm. moment that he would ever be unfaithful. But it was – I came to find out it was always those parties that he would cheat on me. To this day, I don't know when it started, but I know for sure it was at least a couple people that went down at these parties. How I found out was fast forward to the summer. I'm leaving for college, and I had no plans to break up Mm -hmm. with him for college. I thought about going to school in Minnesota because he was still in high school. He was a year younger than me, but I knew – The only reason if I did go to the University of Minnesota was that it was because it was like close proximity to him so we could easily see each other. But honestly, I just did not want to go to a university that everyone from my high school went to. I knew that was not a good enough reason to stay in Minnesota. So I decided to go to the University of Nebraska, which was only a seven-hour drive, 45-minute flight. So to me, it wasn't that hard to Hmm. you know justify flying back to see him. I can make this work. It's going to be totally fine. But – he was the one who initiated the conversation that it might be a good idea to break up so that I can fully experience college, not be tied down. And I thought this was so bizarre. I was so upset that he would even consider after a three-year plus relationship that of one that I considered to be really healthy and stable uh, that we would break up just because I was going to college. So I was like, I love you. I can't imagine my life without you. And We decided to table the discussion until it got closer to college. I was leaving in like probably two months at that point. So we had like the summer at least. But Mm -hmm. a few weeks before college, my best friend called me one afternoon and she said she had to talk to me. And I could just tell she was super upset and distraught. And just hearing her voice on the phone, I just knew in my gut. And I can't explain to this day how I knew because – I had no inclination or hunch at that point that he was cheating on me. I had never once like had that in my head. But as soon as she walked in the door, she just immediately started bawling and I just blurted out, I know he's I know he's cheating on me. And she was like so confused how I knew. She's like, Who told you? Blah blah. I, I just know. And so I asked her kind of how she found out. She was at the gym and she overheard a younger girl 
discussing how one of her friends who is a year younger than her. So this girl is pretty much like a freshman or sophomore. I'm a senior at this point. So she was a, oh. she was a youngin. <laughs> and basically she was saying how, you know, her friend was hooking up with Oh, oops. Sorry. <laughs> and my friend overheard this and she was prying at that point being like, excuse me. So she ended up calling her boyfriend because we basically with my best friend, she was dating my boyfriend's best friend. So we were all just like group of friends hanging out, double dating all the time. So she calls him. He confirms that indeed he has been cheating on me. Oh. So... <laughs> At that point, she was she was so upset with her boyfriend because she couldn't believe that he didn't even tell her. But he was like, I was just such a sticky situation because I was in the middle of it. Like my best friend, my girlfriend, I don't know and what to do. he's so nice too. He is so nice. I bet he felt, he felt so bad, bad about it. He did. And he's a great guy. But at that point, I was in this predicament because I had always said – I've been firm about if I ever got cheated on, I would drop him in a hat. I couldn't believe people who would stay with someone who cheated on them. Once I was in that situation, mm-hmm. I was, you know, had to think, hmm, this is interesting because I never thought I would be actually in this situation. Like, you know what? I I have to do this. I, I'm going to college, whatever. I'm, I'm going to end this for good. So I called him that night, said I needed to come over, and she drove me over. I was like hyperventilating on the drive over and just not knowing how I was going to bring this up. Basically confronted him with this and he continued to deny it and deny it until he finally gave me the story that it was one time he was drunk and his best friend told him the next morning what had happened and he just couldn't believe he – I'm pretty sure he said he made out with this girl. That was it. And he was so disgusted with himself and just like never wanted to think about it again. So I – Classic. Yep. And to be honest, I chose to believe that story at the time, but it didn't change anything Mm -hmm. to me. I was – cheating was cheating to me and whatever. But we ended up having a three-hour long – honestly, longer than a three-hour conversation about it. We were driving around and broke down total – meltdown and how just he was so angry with himself was crying and I was kind of detached from his anger too at that point but we just both knew it was it was completely over and he dropped me off I went to college and that was pretty much the last of that until it wasn't so we had kept in touch a little bit freshman year but it wasn't until soft my sophomore year of college he started reaching out to me again Around September and start of the oh, start of the year. I remember this. This was insane. <laughs> I still can't believe this actually happened. And he was telling me he missed me, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is kind of weird because I was totally – like the second, you guys, I went to college, I was over this breakup. So over it. There were so totally. many new guys, new experiences, which was the An under best. dudes. Yes. <laughs> under it over. So Best way to get over a breakup. Get under someone else. Get under someone else. <laughs> And let me tell you, that was the best situation possible. And there was just so many new things. And by sophomore year, I was totally over this guy. But he started texting me and mm-hmm. I, you know, was saying he missed me, whatever. And I kind of just brush it off. It's fine. Just whatever. But it was a couple weeks, like a week later, it was his birthday after he was, you know, texting me. So I just wished him innocently. Happy birthday. Hope you have, hope you have a great day. That was literally it. Never did I ever anticipate that I would get a response that I did. So from him, immediately I got, thanks for ruining my life. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I got me. Yeah. Thanks for ruining my life. Such a Sarah response. Holy shit. And I was so caught off guard. I I was like, what? I wish you had – I was so – I was like, where – what is going on? I proceed to get messages from an unknown number from – you guessed it, the girl he cheated on me with years ago, which they were now apparently officially boyfriend and girlfriend. So she mm-hmm. proceeds to go off on me, the meanest, most vicious things I've ever had said to me and saying she, you know, I still had feelings for her boyfriend, back off, he's mine. She proceeded to tell me how ugly I am, how much I suck, <sighs> a list of the girls that he cheated on me with, where, why he cheated on me. Oh, like God. Just the full shebang. And I was just shook to my core because I'm just, I've been over this person for so long and to have it just like brought back and also with all this new information, 
like I didn't need to know that he cheated on me with more than mm-hmm. just one person. Like at that point I knew it was it wasn't just a one time thing, but I didn't care. I was fucking thriving in college. I'm I'm good. But I was <laughs> just stunned. Like she was sending me pages and pages of text. So all because of a happy birthday text, mind you. So here's the thing. The nasty text kept coming and I chose not to react. And it was the best decision I made because when you're in the heat of the moment like that, even when I know I did nothing wrong, there was so many things that I wanted to say back to this bitch and just because like she's trying to hurt me. I'm like, I can hurt you so much harder, girl. But I knew this girl was many Mm -hmm. years younger than me. She is a baby. This was probably her first relationship serious. And I, what I first did, which I highly recommend whenever you're in the heat of the moment with something like this, I opened up a note section of my phone and I just ranted like I was texting her, but I wasn't. I had no intention of sending it, but I was just letting it out all out, just rage text, you know, what I would wish I could say to her. And I thought, you know, if I really want to send this to her, in response, I can send it to her the next day once I've cooled down. Just always let yourself just like feel the rage in the moment and then take a step back from the situation, sleep on it, and then decide to react. Like never, nothing good ever comes from just reacting in, in the heat of the moment like that. So you can often say things that you regret. So I'm really glad that I did that. I deleted the note the next day and I ended up responding. You know, this is pretty uncalled for. I've totally moved on. I have no desire to get back with him. I genuinely just wish him happy birthday. I know you're young and this seems like a huge deal right now and the end all be all relationship, but I promise you I'm thriving. I'm good. And I hope you don't treat strangers like this ever again. Cause it's not a good look. She mm-hmm. responds the next day. I didn't think she was going to respond to that. I got a fat apology the next day, which was wild. It was such a long text that nice. it was one of those texts that you have to open like click on the arrow and then it yeah. opens to a long page. Uh-huh. I was sh- I was Damn. in class. I was like, holy Jesus. So she was basically – it was the funniest thing. She was venting to me about how much she dislikes him, how he cheats on her, how sorry she was for saying those things to me. She didn't mean it. And she was on her period, which was why she lashed out on me. Like she brought that up. And she had the audacity to end this with she – really likes me and wishes she could – she wants to come visit me and shadow me in college and maybe go to my school. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> I was – Oh, Like God. what? Girl, girl. Like we don't need – we're not going to be friends. <laughs> Ooh, also, I'm going to probably be out of college Ooh. by the time you even get to college, so let's just not. <laughs> and she's like, I know someone I can stay with and like see your sorority. I was, I was just like, you know what? Just let's just take a step back from the situation. I accept your apology, but we don't need to talk about it. She's trying to relate and be like, "Does he? Did he do this to you? Did he? I don't like how he treats me." I'm like, "We, I'm not your therapist slash. I'm not your best friend. I'm not your mom. Like, you need to talk to someone else about this because not not the person." So it kind of ended on there. I just I accepted her apology. Whatever. Me and the ex have not talked since. The last thing I said was, thanks for ruining my life. And I said, hope you have a great life. And that was the last thing I ever said to him. Um, So So you're saying there's a chance. So I'm saying there's for sure a chance. There's like a little opening. If he ever wants to come back, (laughs) let me know. Just kidding. (laughs) But moral of the story is take the high road. Be the bigger person, better person. You don't need him or her in your life. I promise you that. I'm not saying that if you do get cheated on that – you have to leave the relationship. I do think that it, it is a s- situation that you have to, you know, discover mm-hmm. yourself if it's something that you can get over. I know people who have cheated on each other and they got back together, they worked it out and it was fine. But also, if it's something that you know in your gut you're never going to fully trust them again, then that's when you need to you need to leave and just cut the cord as soon as possible. Uh, Also, know your worth. You are better than that. I promise you there are so many other people out there and you will come out stronger than ever. And I know trust issues can be a huge thing after that. I struggled with my fair share of trusting people after that because I was too trusting beforehand and I was like, "I I don't care. But try not to let it give you trust. I know it's really hard to just be like, you know, 
don't let it bother you. Don't let it affect you. I know it will affect you for at some point, but now I can confidently say I, I look back. I'm so detached from the situation, even though there was a point in my life I was I couldn't picture my life without him, and I thought we were the end all be all. But now I just I can't. I just laugh at it so much. Other red flags. Sorry, I know I say flag. My sister was listening to one of our past episodes where I said flag, <laughs> and she's like, "Ooh, your Minnesota is showing." If you want two different things, if you live totally different lifestyles. It may, it may be a red flag. I know you can be different from each other. Alex is still more extroverted than me, but there were things that I couldn't compromise on and I was just ignoring. So don't ignore that. Also, if it's too good to be true, it is too good to be true. We never fought <laughs> and that is not chill. Like, okay, we're also in high school, so it's such a surface relationship. You don't have things to deal with that you deal with in an adult relationship, but if you are never fighting, there's probably a reason he's probably hiding something from you or she is hiding from something from you. Also, there was just one other red flag I always ignored. He would just put me down randomly and it was it wasn't like a joking, mm. like poking funny thing. It was it was things that just constantly bothered me and he would continuously bring up and it was just I don't know what that was, some power move, but that wasn't chill. And also I had some friends that hated him and I ignored that from the beginning. My friend who lived by him, she was like, this dude sucks. I hate him. And I ignored it. And I think that's a huge thing is when your friends hate them, as long as it's not like a jealousy yeah. thing or something, like they like them first or whatever, there's probably mm -hmm. something to it. So don't ignore that. Although, you know, like Lauren hated Heidi and Spencer and not to go back to like the hills, but you know, everything can relate to the hills. And they actually are still together. Which it's true. You have to sometimes decide, is this someone mm -hmm. that you really see in your life? So at least it worked out for Heidi. <laughs> Did ruin a friendship. But <laughs> yikes. But it's often a red flag. Yeah, I'll just yeah, say that. Totally. Quick break to tell you guys about our sponsor for today's show, which is Green Chef. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company, and they use a wide variety of high quality, clean ingredients so you can feel good about what you're eating. And you guys, I am so impressed. Alex and I have been making Green Chef meals all week, and I am salivating thinking about all of them because they're so good. We just had a little date night and made the cauliflower bowls with this insane green goddess dressing. Whew, it was 10 out of 10. Super easy to make too, and all the ingredients come pre-made, pre-measured, easy to follow recipes and photos to guide you along, which was so helpful because I'm such a visual person. Sarah and I also love Green Chef because they fit both of our lifestyles, plant-based for me, balanced meals for her. They also offer keto and paleo dishes, so tons of options for everyone. And you'll never get bored since there's always new recipes to try every week. It's just the best. And we got the hookup for our loaded listeners. Just go to greenchef.com slash 90loaded and use code 90loaded to get $90 off. And you get free shipping. Heck yes. It's the number one meal kit for eating well and I promise you're gonna love it so again that's greenchef.com slash 90 loaded with the code 90 loaded and with that let's get back to the show I am like my heart is kind of my story is racing right now <laughs> why sharing your story I just got such bad anxiety about this I don't like when you're wrapping up your story I just got so nervous it brings it back to the surface yeah feelings that you're so I was even when I was kind of rehashing this in my brain I was like holy shit this happened like I feel like this is another lifetime ago mm -hmm. and it kind of makes me yeah it got me a little my blood boiling a little bit totally okay so I guess it's uh my turn oh my god keep it going I okay so <laughs> for those who don't know I actually got cheated on not once but twice and I'm Ooh. actually gonna be focusing on the first relationship because I don't feel like the second time I got cheated on it was like with someone that I there was an expiration date on that relationship anyway it just kind of hurt at the time but whatever exactly. but it made great AdSense. I was watching the videos that I had posted about being cheated on and I don't really feel like I took accountability for my doing in mm -hmm. the demise, I guess you could say, the downfall. I don't know. I feel kind of bad about that because I'm like, I really just ripped this guy to shreds, which yes, he did cheat on me and I didn't necessarily cheat on him. It's hard to take accountability though when you're so close to like when you filmed that, it was probably way more fresh. Yeah, I was like a year and out. And now you can look back and be like, okay, mm -hmm. I, I, I can take accountability for my part in this. 
can't believe I'm admitting this on the podcast, but I have unknowingly <laughs> been the other woman in engaging and yes. cheating two times in my life. And for the longest mm-hmm. time, I felt like because I was that person, mm-hmm. it was the reason that I got cheated on twice. Does that make sense? Like karma? Yeah. I really felt... Just what goes around comes around? Yeah. I was like, I mean, I guess I did deserve this because I might have not engaged... Knowingly partook in it? Yeah. But I still did. And it still impacted someone else's relationship, even though I was unknowingly a part of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just Which there's totally a difference, I will say. I know there was a lot of people in the confessions that knowingly are the other woman and, and don't feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to be judgmental and be like – I know people also in that situation or have been in that situation. But I, I also think there is a difference when you when you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there is a karma. That, like I, I know what you're saying, but it just, I don't think you ever deserve to be totally cheated on back. You know what I mean? I mean it just felt that way at the time, but I wasn't going right. to present that in a YouTube video because back then – YouTube was so – you wanted to your your audience to think you're perfect mm-hmm. and cheer you on, think you're you're totally – I'm a bad bitch, out of the clear. girl boss. Mm-hmm. I would never do anything wrong. I would never be the other woman. I'm, I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like I guess now that we have a podcast, I can be like, hey, guys. We, I was- <laughs> we are not perfect. We're human mm-hmm. and shit happens. So that was something that I had to deal with. I think, but mm-hmm. obviously I've realized that karma is not that. like, doesn't work like that. Anyway, yeah. so I want to preface this story with the fact that we entered our relationship on a terrible, terrible foot. There were so many reasons why this guy and I should not have dated. Hello from me editing now. I just wanted to hop on here because as I was editing this, I just don't really truly feel like I got the point across that I really wanted to just because in the moment you're just you're just chatting. This relationship was just toxic on both ends. I feel like when I talk in the future, as you listen, it definitely seems like I'm I'm playing the victim card, but it was a lot of gaslighting on both ends and, you know, I take full accountability for what I did and I I feel like I am acting like an innocent person the way I phrased it and everything, but I do understand that I wasn't perfect and I just want to truly say that before you listen, so... If you're in a toxic relationship like this, I hope this helps you guys. I I don't think this person's a bad person. It just, the relationship, the dynamic that we have between us was just, it was bad. So, just wanted to say that. But mm-hmm. just for some background, I was in my final semester of my senior year. And mm-hmm. I had just gotten out of like a relationship type thing with my best guy friend. And I really thought that was like the creme de la creme, and I Mm -hmm. just needed someone to give me attention. And the person that gave me attention ended up being my now ex-boyfriend. And he had, we'd always had this silly attraction. Flirtationship? Flirtationship. That's a great way to, like, he was in a relationship. Love. Whenever I wasn't and I was in a relationship whenever he wasn't and it just never worked Mm -hmm. out. But finally – Attention was building. Yes. Finally, we were like, (laughs) okay, we're here. He was like, you just got out of this relationship. Let's take this as our time. And Mm -hmm. I'm willing to – to see what this is, but I don't really want to get into a relationship. I definitely feel like I made that very clear because obviously Mm -hmm. I was moving out to L.A. and I just wasn't ready because I had just been crushed after. Yeah. Like crushed by my best guy friend that Mm -hmm. I just didn't think I was there mentally to even like handle that. I wasn't, it wasn't even a thought in my head. So uh, we had dated, just kept asking, we need to date, we need to date, will you please be my girlfriend? And I was just like, okay, like, sure, we can be boyfriend, girlfriend. And about a week into it, which is funny that we're mentioning this, like two (laughs) weeks ago, I send him a text. I'm like, dude, I can't do this. Like, I literally have two months left of college. I need to have fun and not be 
dating someone. This is like mm-hmm. when I text Caitlin that I broke up with him because I was too wild. I want to be wild. wild. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's true. It is. And it's it's so fair yeah. to want that after being crushed and you're going to this next life chapter. Yeah. It's like trying to live, live your life. And so I broke it off. I wasn't ready for it. The time frame just wasn't working. But in that time, while we were broken up and I mm-hmm. was trying to figure out like what I wanted, I hooked up with another guy. But I was still talking mm-hmm. to this ex-boyfriend, I guess. Yes. And obviously I lied about it and he found out and he was like, okay, we're done. Well, I didn't technically cheat on you because we were not actually dating. Yeah, which that, that does not count because you were not officially dating. Thank you. You were just talking. And I had told him when we had broken up after that week of dating that I was like, this, like, just do, we're going to do ourselves. Don't need to put a label on yes. it. I'm not saying open relationship, but like, we were talking, literally do whatever you want. I don't care. So, you know, there's that whole line if if it's cheating or not. I don't really consider that cheating, but I'm sure. I, I definitely do not either. Yeah. It's different if it's like, in your, you don't know what he was thinking at the time. Maybe he thought it wasn't a total breakup or he was trying to hold on to something that wasn't mm-hmm. there, a label, you know, in his mind. So not to invalidate his feelings, but yeah. And I'm not saying this proudly being like, you know, like I slept with someone else or hooked up with someone else. Mm -hmm. It just, that's just the fact of the matter. That's something I did. And if I'm telling the story, honestly, like I gotta, I gotta say that part. Not out there. So we were still going on dates and stuff. And basically I felt very nervous about moving out to LA once I graduated and I felt like I needed somebody to come with me out there not necessarily saying like he was going to come live with me out there but I needed someone from home that was going to be guaranteed Mm -hmm. coming out there to visit me because it just felt comforting it was so yeah yeah it's such a new experience exactly well this guy wants to date me I might as well date him so we enter Mm -hmm. the relationship and it's it was my first serious relationship, if you want to call it a serious relationship. I don't really know. Yeah, it definitely was. And everything was so new to me. And there were a lot of red flags. And I didn't tell Caitlin about them because I wanted our relationship to look perfect to you mm-hmm. and to everyone else around me because that's just what I wanted to portray. And I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of people, when they – are in relationships and they're knowing something is off, they overcompensate. Overcompensate. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was doing and I own up to it. And I even told Caitlin as soon as basically he cheated on me. Yeah. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. (laughs) Because I was – I remember being shook at that Mm -hmm. revelation because to me it was a perfect, great relationship. Mm -hmm. He always would send you flowers post sweet things about you, make playlists for you. I just couldn't believe that that would be the case. And then after the fact, you kind of start to – you're like, all right, actually, (laughs) it was a facade. And I also agree I was doing that as well with my past relationship. So that's also just something to note for yourself. If you are constantly overcompensating to your friends and family or making excuses for them, there's a reason for that. Totally. And you're ignoring something. So we started dating – in June, around my birthday, I would uh, – right before my birthday maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I don't remember the exact day that I started dating this man. <laughs> you don't know your anniversary? It's not in your Google calendar? <laughs> it might be in his. Who knows? <laughs> Probably. Um, oh, my God. We start dating and around August, so it's about two or three months, he was coming out to visit me every – month and he would stay for about a week because he could work remote. Love me some tech boys. I don't know. (laughs) He was home for a concert and he went out and I had two friends visiting me from out of town who also knew my ex-boyfriend that he was like really close to those friends of mine. And one night Mm -hmm. he goes to this concert called Sunday Best. It is just like a Kentucky band and you know we had a song from Sunday Best. So I was like, have fun, like go drink. He just like wasn't messaging me back. And I was like, that's so weird for him to do this because he was so overly communicative. I don't want you cheating on me. I'll never cheat on you. 
we must keep in touch all the time. Mm -hmm. So I had this gut feeling and it's so funny when you were talking about how you just knew. I totally knew something. Like I knew it in my (sighs) gut that something – It's weird. It's so weird how that happens. I just – when he texted me and was like, we need to talk, I was like, this dude just cheated on me. I know for a fact. (laughs) And it was the middle of the night because it was three hours ahead, 4 a.m., maybe my time in California and it was like 7 a.m. his time. He calls me and he's crying and he says that he had made out with another girl at the concert and it was that was all. They just made out. She came back afterwards. They slept in the same bed. They didn't have sex. They just made out. Now here's the zinger, Mm. everyone. So this woman... (laughs) That he just made out with is the same woman who dated my ex, well, my best friend that I had just gotten out of that relationship basically before dating this guy. It was his (laughs) ex-girlfriend. So I'm sorry. Like, what the fuck? This is all too close for comfort. Yes. And I didn't like this girl. And as soon as – I keep wanting to say his name. As soon as – I know. It's so hard not to. <laughs> Drew. We'll call him Drew. As soon as Crew. No, I'm just kidding. As, <laughs> crew. <laughs> as soon as Drew gets off the phone with me, I get a call coming from, let's call her Catherine. And that's the girl he cheated on me with. And she's basically telling me about how it's a lie what he's telling me and that they had hooked up and that she feels so bad and girl code and all this stuff girl code is out the window at this point i tell her i want nothing to do with her you're clearly so fascinated with my life if you're going after all the same guys that are in my life because (laughs) the reason that my best guy friend stopped talking to me was because he trusted this girl so much in her opinion and she was just like it's not worth you wasting your time with this girl because she's moving to california so that's why that ended. And now she's making out with my ex-boyfriend. She's meddling. She, she meddling. is messy and I hate her to this day. Anyway. Also, it's like, I don't know. It's it's weird that both of our – the other women in our situation like reached out to us and were apologizing. I know. Mine was a little different at first. But it's, it's also <sighs> – we don't need it. It's I understand why you're doing it. But it's also – it's it's about the – the boyfriend in this situation that we need to we need to figure the out apology from or here like there's not going to be a relationship and I understand where you're coming from but also it's just just let it go like we don't need to talk ever ever again mm-hmm. so I get off the phone and my world is just spinning I can't breathe I, I don't know what to do I just go out to the living room mm-hmm. which is where my friends were sleeping and I'm like, guys, you had friends over. Yeah, remember my two friends that were friends with him were in town visiting from Kentucky. He cheated on me. I don't know what to do. And so thankfully, I had them out there distraction distract me and help me through that, Comfort. which is why he told me then because he was originally I don't know if he was gonna just not sweep it under. I don't yeah, know what but- his plan was, obviously. But my next move mm-hmm. was to figure out what I was gonna do about it. And like I said yeah. before, I wasn't exactly confident in living out there and not having someone back home coming out to see me regularly. So I didn't know mm-hmm. what to do. And I had almost convinced myself that our relationship was perfect. And mm-hmm. that I don't know, I feel like when you lie to yourself so much that this is this is it for you that you start to believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, this is what I deserve. Mm-hmm. This is – This is as good as it's going to get for me. fine and so dandy. I yeah. need to stay with him. So I had always said to myself that if a guy cheated on me, that was it. But for the first time in my life, I'm reconsidering it. And I had technically in my eyes at that point, and the argument he made was that he stayed with me when I cheated, in quotes, and that the least I could do was give him the chance to prove that he would never do it again. Mm. Oh, you manipulating little bitch. <sighs> disc, disc. <laughs> and you dirty dog. I mean, <laughs> that's probably the best way to describe Cannot. him, as we know now. Yep. Like, so manipulative. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, like I said, it was so toxic that I believed him. So I was like, you're right. I totally owe you this much. So I gave him another chance. I stayed with him. And it's so funny when I posted this video on my channel that I tried to watch earlier today, it was titled, he cheated and I took him back my breakup story. And it was in early 2017. So at this point, it's been like a year and a half. Like it's been a long time because this was 2015. And it's so dramatic. It starts out with me holding (laughs) this. I want to die. I want to (laughs) die. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to put it on private because I'm I'm so embarrassed. No. (laughs) The best part is this is when you and I were living together. So you knew I was doing this. I'm like, shouldn't you? I posted mine when we were living together too. Like this is going to make us so much funny anyway. So it starts out with me holding (laughs) this piece of paper that says relationship. And I crumble the paper (laughs) And then I smooth it back out, which is a great metaphor, you know? Holy fuck. I'm crying at you thinking about th- this metaphor of like how to portray your relationship. You're like, piece of paper. I thought you were going to say you like took a photo and like ripped it in half or something. No. Whoo! I'm dying. And so I smooth I, it out. And like obviously when you crumble up a piece of paper and then you smooth it out, it still has all those crumbles in it. So you're like, we, we repaired, but we'll never be the same because we have all these kinks in our relationship now. Whoa. Sarah was deep. She got deep. I was like, damn, Oh, my Sarah. God. I'm dead, Sarah. Savage I'm dead. as fuck. Like, sh- we were so cringy. I can't even watch my old videos. The cringe. I know. I, cringe I, factor. So fucking dramatic. 1,000. So <laughs> there's that. Obviously, didn't work out. He ended up breaking up with me <laughs> because he could. This is wild. I'm just going to throw this one in here. So he cheated on me, right? So <laughs> about the next time he came out to visit me, we did not have sex once. Because uh-huh. he was so disappointed in himself for cheating on me. Oh, come on. Right? It should be you turning him down for the I sex. I know. And I'm like, oh, my God. You're totally right. Like, how dare me just expect this? Like, isn't that insane? Once again, that manipulative little bitch. And he ended up breaking up with me. It's just – I would – Love. How dare he get that satisfaction? I know. I wish I was strong enough to have walked away because he did not deserve getting to break up with me. I deserved to break up with him. Now he has oh, this podcast going get- up, <sighs> and I guess I'll see him at a wedding in a few months, so we can talk about it there. Uh, <laughs> You're going to see him at a wedding? I can't wait for the updates from this. Woo! Um, you got to look fire. I mean, you always look fire, but can't wait for you to real show him up. Hmm. Yep. So obviously we broke up didn't work out but he till this day to this day claims he never cheated on me like sexually but i don't believe that for a second i mean if the i know well it's hard to trust the other girl too in this situation because she's kind of a meddler as Mm -hmm. well but i will always believe the girl pretty much like if she says they and come on he lied guys are so guys are idiots you you for them to say that he brought her back, they slept in the same bed, mm-hmm. but they didn't hug. They up, just made out. But they made out beforehand, but but then that was too far. Do guys think we're idiots? Like, and he wouldn't have tell yourself in the moment with me because he was so disappointed in himself for making out with another girl. Mm-hmm. Like, how dumb do they think we are? So there's that. While we were dating, like after he cheated on me, he was constantly texting his ex girlfriend that was from like high school, mm. and. Would you close the yearbook, dude? Just wait. <laughs> um, seeking like relationship advice on like what he should do, how he should handle this. And fast forward, we break up six months later. Who's he dating and who's he still dating now? His ex girlfriend. So you can't tell me They're still dating. Something wasn't wow. going on there. There's something like an emotional affair. Oh, for sure. I t- it's always the one that they tell you not to worry about. So not only did I get cheated on physically, I totally, totally 1,000 stand by my statement that I emotionally got cheated on as well, which is funny because- Which is arguably worse. I always expected girls to be the ones that emotionally cheat, but mm-hmm. turns out- I mean, he was an emotional dude, so- very. And I not put a said in the video, and I was like, damn, Sarah, 2017, Sarah was a different woman. She said, <laughs> she slapped. She said, happy people don't cheat. And I'm like, you're right. I should have left his ass. Should have. But 
it's so much harder in the moment, especially when you're just feet. You believe the lies you tell mm-hmm. yourself and think that's what you deserve. I mean, there were so many red flags. Listening to that story, it's just like highlighters flying everywhere. Here's a red flag. <laughs> Here's a red flag. Like the fact yep. that I was lying to you about how he was treating me. Another red flag was he was constantly saying things to me that were just mean. I remember one time I asked him if I was his best friend and he told me that no, my best friend yes. like, my best friend was his best friend. Who the fuck says that? And I was like, Caitlin, is this normal? That's kind of fucked up that he's saying your best girlfriend is his best friend and you're not his best friend. I think he withheld information from me that he told her, which is emotionally cheating. And it's just a little uncomfortable when if they're always like going out together and having a time, even if they are best friends Mm -hmm. it's also your best friend and so you should be doing that with you or i don't know it's it's just weird and you should never listen to someone telling you what to do when it comes to how you're gonna handle being cheated on because clearly i listened to him and was like you're right i have to give you this opportunity to make it up because i had previously been quote unquote unfaithful in our non-relationship prior which which does not even make sense on so many levels it's so fucked up one you didn't cheat one you made those boundaries very clear two he's clearly holding it over his head and is still upset about it this long Mm -hmm. after to try to and he's using that now to dangle it in front of you as why it makes sense that like you know it's even Mm -hmm. now which is you, – you don't you don't get even on that shit, mm-hmm. which is just a whole other level of dump his ass, you know? It's so weird. I'm, like, sweating. I know. It, it it's, it's weird to bring it all back up to the surface. I know. It's like I haven't even – Feels like a lifetime ago. It, it was a different life, 1,000%. It's like a therapy session. Totally, because I was such so a different suppressed. person in that relationship than I am now – just as a person in general, because I don't. Yeah. The second time around that I got cheated on, it was like time to take this guy's ass and drag him. <laughs> like, yes. This, no, you're worth queen. Yeah, you learn so much from being cheated on, but also like, oh, that shit hurts. It. How do you digs deep? Because you start to think that no, you're not worthy mm-hmm. of true love, or you know, this is what you deserve. Or you don't trust anyone ever again, which sucks. But I do think, in a way, I'm I'm glad I got cheated on. Same. Looking back, I think it made me so much stronger and gave me so much just experience and even just handling other situations, just like knowing what I'm worth and and also like helping other people realize that too. It's just so easy for me now to think like, oh, yeah, I would do it all over again. Just goodbye. No, mm-hmm. not worth my time. If I could go back in time, I obviously probably wouldn't have entered that relationship in the beginning because clearly there were – I mean, that was the definition of a toxic relationship. If I had to stay in that relationship, I would have definitely dumped his ass after the, the cheating. Oh, for sure. Because it wasn't mm-hmm. worth it to me. I feel like the pain that it caused after the cheating just prolonged it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because that was in August and we had dated all the way till October. So it was two months of just me constantly trying to prove my worth to this guy to be like, pick me. And that's just fucked up. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have to do that as women – if you're yeah. having to do that, no. run away. Far. Far away. Run for the hills because trust me, you don't ever have to prove yourself to someone who actually cares about mm-hmm. you and loves you and wants to be with you. They will be with you and you don't need to feel like you have to prove yourself or be better than someone else. If, if someone else is catching their attention more, they're not for you because you shouldn't have to prove yourself. Amen. You're a boss ass bitch. No hard feelings. <laughs> But I still wonder to this day, if I ever saw him again, I don't know. I feel like I I don't know how I'd react. I just have not seen him since we had that thanks for ruining my mm-hmm. life, have a great life conversation. And it's just – I have no idea 
well, what it would be like. I've seen mine. Um, <laughs> I hooked up with mine for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah. Uh, oh, my God. I forgot about yeah. that. So there's that. And sometimes it takes a long time to cut the cord. It's okay. But we saw him at like a bar because we have so many mutual friends and he just completely Mm -hmm. ignored me, which I hate that because, I mean, it's been (laughs) it's been six years at this point. You know what I mean? Back then it was probably like three years, but still three years is a long time. Grow some balls. Be an adult. So much would rather say something and just because it takes so much energy to purposefully ignore someone and I'm just so over it that I'm like can we just move on so yeah obviously not and then I'm surprised you didn't confront him at that point saying that, I wasn't because I feel like that's something you would no. do um yeah. but then I tried to add him on Facebook like maybe a year <laughs> yeah. and a half ago two years ago just because like it's fucking Facebook and he came up and people you may know because he had deleted me yeah and he texts me out of the blue and was like hey i'm not sure if this is your number still but i just want you to know that i can't accept your facebook friend request because i'm just <laughs> not ready for that so like i respect it <laughs> but what the fuck I, I love how he had to tell you I, he had to reach out and tell you his reasoning <laughs> the years later he's not over what he did to you Honestly, cracks me up. It's just the epitome of who he is as a as a yeah. Human. So now I have to. I have this wedding in May. That mm-hmm. is the girl who was visiting me at the time that he cheated on me. It's her wedding. Oh. Okay, and he should be there. He's invited, and I will be there. I'm excited for this, and there will be an open bar. So I know that I am going to be the person to be like, what's up, dude? How's it been? I'm praying for a confrontation. Please have a confrontation. If anything, just for some podcast content so we can discuss how this went down. That would make – Because I need this kind of juice in my life. I need it. Can we – can he be a podcast (laughs) Like, dude, can he come on and talk about our relationship? An exodition (laughs) from their point of view. (gasps) Drag me. Baby. That would I would love to hear the BTS of this I would of both of these honestly relationships. Honestly, love that so much. I'd have to be drunk. I'm for gonna it. have to when I see him at the wedding. I'll be like, so what are the odds? So do you want to be a camera, Caitlin? Yeah, you guys probably still follow each other. Um, so he des- definitely knows we have a podcast. We've already done an episode on the ex friend, so he just had to have known it was it's, time. It was only a matter of time before we were only talk matter, about you, dude. <laughs> He's gonna be like, I listened to it. Live reaction to Caitlin's ex boyfriend's picture. I'm gonna send another one too. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, I'm sweating. I'm actually sweating. So he's got facial hair. He's got mm-hmm. a lot of tattoos. This is not the same person you dated. <laughs> I know. There's and it, his transformation inspired me. I'm gonna do a, a PowerPoint night i'm gonna i'm gonna do one on my exes then and now so i'll be sure to send it to you because i love a good walk down memory lane i love a good transformation (sighs) my ex-boyfriend doesn't have any pictures on his instagram it's all just beer it's all beer i know i i still follow him and i I like to look from time to time and there's nothing And i can't even creep on his facebook because he won't add me (laughs) i was just watching an episode of how i met your mother and they say there's always a reacher and there's always a settler you were you were definitely the subtler. Mm-hmm. That's the tea. I could I could drag, but I won't. I'll be the better person. Um, better person, better person. Especially <laughs> as I just end on my moral of the story of being the better person. <laughs> now we're just dragging our exes. I'm sorry. It's just it's it's funny. Again, it's me editing, and I just wanted to hop on here. I had to edit out like a little bit because we got a little carried away. But um, when I'm telling the story, basically, just for background. We went to Seattle for this guy's birthday, and then the next week he broke up with me, which is which is why I sound so bitter when I talk about this. Anyway, I, I won't go there. I won't go there. But let me just say, we had sex on this trip, and he told me, I, I, apparently I'm going there. He goes, you might want to get plan B on 
when you get back. <laughs> he went inside you? No, he just didn't know. He was like, maybe like a little, I don't know. And I was like, so so I had to. <laughs> the audacity. I had to go. You had to get from, apparently it's Call Her Daddy now. This is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just true crime to Call Her Daddy. <laughs> Real quick. I had to go from LAX, and you know that CVS that's right by like Home Goods and it's like on Sepulveda, yes. Sepulveda Boulevard or whatever. Mm-hmm. I went to that CVS, and they have their Plan B behind the counter, so you have to ask for it. And I had to be like, "Can I get some Plan B?" Um, and he didn't wow. even pay for it. Oh come on! I had to pay for it myself. I always have to pay for it. That's some that's some bullshit. That's another red flag. Mm-hmm. He makes you plan pay right for your there. plan B, dump him. Dump his ass. <laughs> so we went there. <laughs> that's the tea. Woo! Wow. This was just about and cheating heated. and then we drag sweating. <laughs> a, a good cheat and a drag. We love a good drag <laughs> sesh. Oh man. sorry, couldn't resist, but this was great. I loved this walk down memory mm-hmm. lane. It reminds me what an actual stable, healthy relationship feels yes. like. And it's amazing. Great. Wow. And I hope anyone who is in this situation currently or, you know, struggling with this themselves or a friend is, send them this episode. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this will inspire you to dump his or her ass. Yes. And know your worth. Cheater, cheater, queen. pumpkin eaters, had her wife, but could not cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. And years years from now, you're going to look back and you're going to laugh and, and drag mm-hmm. them on a podcast as well. With your best friend. And it's going to be great. Honestly, I feel like I need to go take I a bath because I've I've sweat through the sweatshirt because my I was thinking about that, how great a bath would sound right now. My palms are so I sweaty. took a shower this morning, so I'm like, do I do that twice in a day? I should probably not, but alas. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Be sure you rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Be, I don't know. Tell us something. What should we tell them to leave us in the comments or in the reviews? Ooh. Cheater, cheater. Dump his ass. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, or dump his ass. Whatever you feel drawn and aligned with the most. (laughs) Anything related to this episode. We love to see it. totally. Love to see it. Mm -hmm. And on that note, (laughs) ladies and gents, we will see you next Tuesday. Uh, Stunning. See you next Tuesday.